Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness. It's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. All righty, welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. My name is Jared St. Clair. It is so good to be with you today. Thank you so much for joining us. As you know, if you're a regular listener, Vitality Radio is all about your health, your fitness, and your education, learning the things that you need to know to take care of your own health and the health of your family. We have a really good show. I've got a rant that I think you'll enjoy. I've got a great guest in studio, a local that, uh, I mean, really, really local, just kind of down the street from us there in uh, Bountiful. And uh, we're going to talk about some really unique products that can do some neat things for you. So that'll be the second segment. The rant, we're going to talk a little bit about doctors. We're going to talk a little bit about antibiotics. We're going to talk a little bit about bad medicine. All right. I got a big show today, so I better not uh, dilly-dally too much. And really, after being on NBCNews.com today, I got just a little, little bit of anxiety, a little bit of frustration. It's time for the morning rant. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. Yes, it is time for the morning rant. And today... We got to talk about something that I found on NBCNews.com. My friend Maggie Fox, okay, she doesn't know me, but I read a lot of her stuff. And so uh, I consider her my friend because she writes all kinds of amazing stuff that I can rant about. And I just love her for that. We're going to talk about something that is happening in this country. In fact, uh, part of the study was done right here at the University of Utah. And it's a big, bad problem. It's bad medicine. Now, you may remember that old Bon Jovi song. If you're around my age, I'm 44. There it is. That was the time when uh, Bon Jovi was huge, big hair was big, and bad medicine was bad. But it's getting worse. Bad medicine's getting worse. Let's tell you what's going on here. People with sore throats, ear infections, and sinus infections get the wrong antibiotic at least half the time, researchers reported just this Monday. When people get the wrong antibiotic, not only are they often not cured, but it can help drug-resistant superbugs evolve, according to the researchers. They think part of the problem is that patients ask for easy-to-remember names such as ZPAC, and the study found that azithromycin and Zithromax drug that gives ZPACs the name is among the most commonly misused drugs. What? Okay. I'm going to read that again because I want you to understand what the researchers think is the problem with these misprescribed antibiotics. They think that the problem is that patients ask for easy-to-remember names such as ZPAC. Who's the doctor here? 
Why do we have a prescription drug setup? Why, are, why isn't everything just over the counter? Why can't you just go buy your own Z-Pack? Well, there's a reason. Antibiotics need to be prescribed correctly. A, to make sure they actually work, and B, to make sure they're not prescribed for something that an antibiotic can't treat. And there's about 10 other good reasons, too. But if a patient's going in to the doc and saying, hey, doc, I need a Z-Pack, and the doc's saying, okay, then why don't we just put those things on the shelf? It'd be cheaper. We have prescription drugs for a reason in this country. We have these supposedly well-educated doctors who are supposed to be aware of which meds to prescribe for which illnesses, but apparently, in this case, it's the patient making the call. Overall, here are the stats. 52% of patients treated with antibiotics for sinus infections, middle ear infections, and sore throats received the first-line treatments recommended by prescribing guidelines. That means 48% were misprescribed. That's pretty close to half, right? This is on top of findings released earlier this year that show at least a third of people who get antibiotics don't even need them. Taken together, the two studies show a lot of bad prescribing of antibiotics, the researchers wrote in the full report published in the Journal of American Medical Association, the JAMA Internal Medicine Journal. That's the biggie, right? So this isn't something that's coming from the, uh, you know, crazy, wacko uh, herbal people out there. This is actually coming from the medical association itself. The teams at Pew, the Centers for Disease Control, I think Pew is a good name for it in this case, and Prevention, the University of Utah and elsewhere chose ear infections, sore throats, and sinus infections because they generate 44 million antibiotic prescriptions a year. Earlier this year, the same group released this information. About 13% of all outpatient doctor visits, that would add up to 154 million visits a year, result in an antibiotic prescription. And nearly 30% of these prescriptions, or 47 million of them, are unnecessary. These include about half of the millions of prescriptions written for acute respiratory conditions, which I just talked about. Sinusitis was the single diagnosis associated with the most antibiotic prescriptions per 1,000 population, they wrote in their report. Drugs are not usually needed to treat sinus infections, which are often caused by fungi that are not affected by antibiotics at all. Up to 70% of people with acute sinusitis recover without any prescribed medication, according to the American Academy of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. Antibiotics do nothing to help viral infections, even though patients often strongly feel they will and badger for a prescription. Now remember, who is in charge here? Now, I preach on Vitality Radio on a near-weekly basis that we ought to be in charge of our own health, that we ought not to be pushed around by doctors, drug companies, whatever else. But we do have doctors and prescriptions for a reason, and that is because, as a general rule, a doctor is supposed to be educated on what to prescribe for what diagnosis. But if the patient is in charge of this, then what's the point? Now, I've brought to you before other times or or other information where it says that roughly 80% of patients who go to their doctor and ask for a specific prescription drug get that drug. So that's bad medicine both directions. That's the patient taking matters into their own hands but not in the right way because what are they basing their request on? Most often they're basing it on a TV commercial that says, hey, 
that drug sounds like it might work for me. And they're basing it very little on the side effects and so on and so forth. Up to 70% of people with acute sinusitis recover without any prescribed medications. Remember that. So sometimes there should be no prescription written. And other times when they are written, they're writing the wrong one anyway. Now, this is the one that really steamed me a little bit here. Children younger than two receive the most amount of antibiotics, according to Dr. David Hyen, a senior officer at Pew and a pediatric infectious disease specialist. Children younger than two receive the most amount of antibiotics. Now, earlier this year, I brought you a fantastic uh, interview with a microbiologist that talked about the microbiome. That's all the bacteria in and on our bodies. And the microbiome's not fully formed now, we know, until about the age of four. And we're talking about bacteria, right? And so if we're giving the highest percentage of antibiotics to kids who are two years or younger, then we are putting the hurt, the literal hurt on that microbiome and creating an imbalance that is extremely difficult to recover from, which then, of course, leads to a weaker immune system and a weaker immune response and more antibiotics and more antibiotics and more antibiotics. This is a problem. Everybody knows this is a problem. The Journal of American Medicine knows it's a problem. Everybody And yet, what is happening? It's still occurring. Every year, every month almost, I read a study, something like this, that says we're doing too much with antibiotics. We're doing too much with antibiotics. So, let's go back to the the, the study, the results, the article here from NBC News. More sore throats and ear infections are caused by viruses than are by bacteria. They're often caused by fungi rather than bacteria. So, again... 70% would get better on their own. And even if they are caused by bacteria, those will get better on their own most often too. Plus, there are things you can do naturally for bacteria, fungi, and viruses. When an antibiotic is called for, it should be a basic one, according to the Pew team, usually amoxicillin. The most commonly prescribed non-first-line antibiotics, however, for sinus infections, middle ear infections, and sore throats were macrolides, such as azithromycin a class of broad-spectrum antibiotics which target a wide range of bacterial pathogens, frequently prescribed in outpatient settings. However, macrolides are not recommended for sinus or middle ear infections and are recommended for sore throat only if patients inpatients with an allergy to penicillin class of drugs. So why are doctors prescribing the wrong drug? Well, patient demand is one reason, Hyen said. We have seen studies that show doctor prescribing is influenced by those types of patient pressures and expectations for receiving antibiotics. What do we teach our kids? What do we talk about peer pressure, right? We say, hey, don't, you know, just because people say it's cool to do drugs, that doesn't mean it's cool to do drugs. Listen, doctors out there, just because your patient says, give me an antibiotic, doesn't mean you have to. You're the guy with the prescription pad. And the illegible handwriting so all you got to do is don't write it but we have problems we have problems there's this thing called the status quo you ever heard of it like stuff is what it is right and so let's just stick with it i don't know we're going to talk a little more about the status quo in a minute hey guess what there's good news in this article though the good news is that the most children with ear infections do get the right prescription 
Wow, check it out. Most kids with ear infections do get the right prescription. In fact, 67% of them get the right prescription. That's two-thirds. Wait, is that a good percentage? That means 33% still aren't getting the right prescription. Okay, so it's a little better in kids. But listen, I book my hotels online. I book rental cars online. I go to Yelp before I eat at a restaurant. If it doesn't get four-plus stars, I'm not going there. If, if the hotel doesn't have a better-than-four-star rating by the consumers who use the hotel, I'm not going there. So let's paint the picture. You go into this new town. You don't know the doctors there. You're concerned. You want to get a good pediatrician for your kids, right? A lot of you out there, you've been through this. So you go online. You try and figure out if you can you know, get any reviews on docs there. You talk to your neighbors, your friends that you're meeting in the community, and you, you're talking to your neighbor, Sally, and you say, Sally, who do you use for your pediatrician? Oh, I love my pediatrician. He's right 67% of the time. Are you going to that doctor? Well, according to this, that's about how right these doctors are when it comes to prescribing these drugs. This is why I keep pounding it into you on Vitality Radio. Don't let anybody be in charge of your health except for you. And if you're going to go badger your doctor for a drug, you better know what drug you're badgering him for because you're probably going to get it and the potential side effects that go with it. So be prepared on your end. I'm not trying to bash doctors here. I think doctors do get a lot of pressure. I still think that they're in charge and they ought to act like it sometimes. But you can hire and fire your doctor. You do realize that, right? So you are in charge of your health, ultimately. You're the one that decides to ask for the prescription, to take the prescription, to do what you're told. And you need to know what you're doing first. Don't trust anybody with that other than yourself, including me. So 67% of the time, our kids are getting the right antibiotic, and 50% of the time, adults are getting the right antibiotic. And that means that just for those three categories, sore throat, sinuses, ear infections, 20 million bad antibiotic prescriptions are made each year. 20 million. That's a lot. And what's wrong with that? Well, this is what's wrong. The Centers for Disease Control say more than 2 million people are infected by drug-resistant germs each year, and 23,000 die of their infections. We're overprescribing these drugs. Everybody knows we're overprescribing these drugs. We're prescribing too strong of drugs, and we could use weaker drugs, and we're creating bugs that we can't kill, at least not with antibiotics. Hmm. So we have a problem. I talked about the status quo, right? This is interesting. According to a recent study, if there's no pressure to do the right thing, then people probably won't. Listen to this. People are more likely to cheat and make immoral decisions when their transgressions don't involve an explicit action. If they can lie by omission, cheat without doing much legwork, or bypass a person's request for help without expressly denying them, they are much more likely to do so. In other words, if it's easy to do the wrong thing, Most people will. Now, that is really, well, sad and unfortunately all too true. In other words, if you can get by doing the wrong thing, knowing you're probably not going to get in trouble and, heck, it's the easy thing to do, then just do it. If your patient comes in and says, hey, I want a Z-Pak, just write the flipping prescription for the Z-Pak. 
so much easier than arguing with the patient. You only have a few minutes with them anyway. That's not how medicine's supposed to work. That's not what this is about. We got to buck the status quo. We got to recognize that we are doing, with every bad prescription, we're doing damage, not just to the individual, but to the entire world at large. We're creating bugs we can't kill with these antibiotic prescriptions. And just in that one category of those, well, three categories, sore throats, sinuses, and ears, we're writing 20 million bad prescriptions a year, and we know what's happening. This isn't like some, you know, guess. This is a legitimate study. They went through every single antibiotic prescription for an entire year, and this is what they determined. I'm going to leave you with a quote here. Eric... Wainer says, geniuses are always marginalized to one degree or another. Someone wholly invested in the status quo is unlikely to disrupt it. So if the status quo for the doctor is write the script that the patient asks for, then buck the status quo. And if your doctor won't buck it, heck, test him out. There's one for you. Go to your doc and ask for a prescription and see what he says. If he says, okay, then you may want to seriously consider a different doc. And you may also want to consider this. Educate yourself before you take any prescription that your doctor provides because half the time, at least when it comes to antibiotics, they're giving you the wrong thing. That's the rant for today. I'm going to cut to a break. When I come back, we have an excellent interview. How do I know? Well, I'm just guessing. I know this guy pretty well. He's been around a few years doing this really cool stuff with something that you have all heard of, but he's doing it a little bit differently And I'm really excited to bring it to you next. You're listening to me, Jared St. Clair, on Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blogger online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is we don't just sell supplements, We consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. Yeah, we're going to get good in here. we got a great interview coming up. I am Jared St. Clair. I'm your host each and every Saturday morning. This is Vitality Radio. Thank you so much for joining me. If it's your first time... Don't turn it off yet. It's going to get good. And if it's uh, if you're a re- return customer, if you've been listening to the show for a little while, I sure appreciate it. If you like what you hear on Vitality Radio, go tell somebody.
my next guest who is sitting here across from me in studio. His name is Scott Poole. Now, I've known Scott, oh, I don't know how long it's been, several years anyway. He came in to me peddling some stuff that he put together, and it was kind of like this product where I'm like, well, this is kind of like stuff I've I've seen, but it's not really like anything I've seen. This is kind of cool. And it had to do with cleaning out your kidneys and doing some good things for your kidneys, and it has an ingredient in it that I've talked about lots of times on Vitality Radio. We're going to dive in a little bit with Scott Poole, the owner of Complete Natural Products, a local Utah company. Scott, welcome to Vitality Radio. Jared, great to be with you. Hey, it's so good to have you. We tried to put this together a couple of months ago and had a little bit of a mishap, so I'm glad we made it back in today. Uh, of course, you're going to be at Vitality a little later, uh, talking to people one-on-one, doing some sampling and stuff like that, so I'm excited to have you in the shop. Well, excited to be there and talk about our products and uh, hopefully uh, help uh, a few people with their health issues. Absolutely. Now, when I met you, you had a product. Well, we did. We started with a single uh, almost self-serving product uh, because I was one of those individuals that uh, was a kidney stone producer mm. and literally had stones for 25 years. And if you've ever had a kidney stone, which knock on wood, thank goodness I never have, uh, that's a miserable experience, is it not? Well, whether you have a kidney stone and you decide to, to, to get rid of the kidney stone first or die first, either one really doesn't matter because you'll take whatever option comes first. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Unfortunately, my dad dealt with some of those, so I heard the screams and, uh, man, kidney stones, that's a bad deal. They say it's the one way that a man can somewhat uh, associate the pain of childbirth with uh, you know something that he can experience. And I don't know if that's true because I've well, never done either. Only a woman would know. R- well, if she's had a kidney stone, <laughs> if right? She's had the kidney stone. <laughs> and she can and compare. She's had the child. That's for sure. <laughs> exactly. So the point is, they're not fun. You uh, you suffered with them forever, and apparently took your matters into your own hands. Well, you know, there was a lot of uh, times I would end up in the emergency room, and uh, there was probably twenty different incidents incidents as I went through those 25 years that I ended up in the emergency room trying to pass a kidney stone. The doctor's normal response is, here's what you've got. You've got your kidney stone. If you can't pass it within a couple weeks, come back. We'll schedule surgery. That was after receiving uh, usually a bucket load of uh, medications and uh, pain relievers to try and get through the initial uh, pain associated with the kidney stone. Yeah. And you say 25 years you dealt with those. I did. And uh, from that perspective, I decided there had to be a better way than end up in the, uh, in the emergency room. So that's the, uh, what we started with initially was what we called kidney cure. And kidney cure evolved, evolved into kidney complete. And we are complete natural products, which is, again, evolved into a number of different products. But interesting enough, uh, we tried a few simple ingredients, and one of those ingredients was apple cider vinegar combined with a few other things. And we'll talk about that apple cider vinegar here in just a minute. But interesting enough, it was quite phenomenal that one could uh, alleviate the pain on an immediate basis. One could uh, facilitate the passing of the stone. And for all intents and purposes, one could prohibit and prevent the stones from coming back. Now, that is all pretty exciting news to anybody who's dealt with a kidney stone. So if you have or if you know someone who has, uh, keep listening because we're going to talk a little bit about the whys and the hows. So let's go ahead and start talking about 
apple cider vinegar because that is uh, the one component that, as far as I can tell, uh, all of your formulas have in common. Is that right? Uh, most of them do, yes. Most, okay. And uh, all of our liquid formulas. And what we what we basically have termed as one of our mottos is solution-specific supplements. So we're not a single ingredient per se Right. Uh, supplier or manufacturer. What we are uh, really doing is providing a solution for many of the normal day-to-day health issues that most of us experience. Some of those are kidney stones, some of those are gallstones, digestive issues, as well as liver imbalance or digestive imbalances. And so if we basically, uh, in terms of our liquid solutions, use apple cider vinegar as one of the main uh, components in in our formulas. Now, apple cider vinegar is, uh, I mean, it's an old as old a remedy as there is, right? It's been around forever. We've had people saying, uh, recommending that you do some vinegar with some honey every day as just a general health tonic, and so on. Uh, first, let's talk about apple cider vinegar. There is there's there's the good stuff and there's the not so good stuff. What's the difference there? Well, again, the good stuff in relation to apple cider vinegar is that. And uh, again, apple cider vinegar, because it's been around forever, it was actually known as sour wine. And because the the double fermentation that took place, uh, those that uh, couldn't uh, uh, keep their wine uh, basically used the apple cider vinegar. But many, many people found that uh, there was fantastic benefits, and uh, it was used... Um, by gladiators, centurions, the uh, the many people uh, for health uh, benefits as well as energy benefits way mm-hmm. back when. But uh, the reason why we came upon apple cider vinegar as one of the major uh, ingredients in our products is wa- uh, was the fact that uh, it did very good things in terms of pH rebalancing, which is very critical um, for the body to to get back on track, so to speak. And that's, that's involved with the urinary tract system, kidneys, liver, gallbladder, a digestive system, and uh, the pH rebalancing is so, so critical in relation to, to the world we live in because many of us are so out of balance or so acidic in terms of that pH balance at this point in time. And the reason why we're so acidic is based upon the processed foods we're taking in on a daily basis, the meat intake that we're, we're using, uh, the uh, lack of vegetables and fruits and whole grains that are in our diet, and really that, uh, that Western diet that most of us have on a, on a regular basis. And so from that perspective, it's important using apple cider vinegar that will rebalance our pH and, and bring us more back into our, our bodies back uh, into a more alkaline state. Uh, that helps with digestive uh, prevention, bacterial prevention, at least the bad bacteria, mm-hmm. and helps with the good bacteria, which helps with digestion, uh, flushing things, toxins out of the body, and uh, those kind of things. Well, let's talk about speed. Um, you said that uh, you get relief uh, with your products very, very quickly. Most people, I think, when they think about kind of old-school, old-fashioned remedies like apple cider vinegar, expect to be on it for a month before they're seeing a lot of benefits. Why does apple cider vinegar, in the case of your formulas, work so quickly? Well, part of the uh, issue with apple cider vinegar is it's so well adapted to the body. It really has the same kind of acidic balance uh, and pH that our stomach does. And so it's so well absorbed and quickly absorbed into our body. What it's in essence doing is opening up the, the cellular level or molecular level in our bodies and allowing our cells to oxygenate, uh, if I can put it that way, and allows that 
healing process to begin begin almost immediately. It desensitizes uh, nerve endings and uh, basically uh, transmits uh, the proper nerves so it can and will uh, start uh, the healing process almost immediately. That's awesome. So people actually do notice the difference quickly. So let's talk about kidneys really quick. Okay. Uh, what happens uh, with a kidney stone and, and why is kidney complete uh, an option? Well, the, the first thing that most people experience with a kidney stone is some uh, either dull and or sharp pain that exists over the hip in, uh, on the back side. And most people will feel that doubling over as the uh, kidney stone is moving from the kidney down into the ureter. And so from that perspective, uh, that's where that pinch occurs or that pain occurs because there is such a small opening as it goes into the urinary tract. And so from that perspective, that's where that pain starts. Now, as the kidney stone starts moving, or if you can get by that first initial uh, movement from, from the kidney uh, down into the ureter, then you have a progression of those symptoms, which means pain moving from the back or over the hip on the back to the stomach area down into the groin and if you're lucky enough without any assistance and medications or surgery then you can pass that stone and flush that out okay and so what do you do with kidney complete other than vinegar to make that uh, help with this process kidney complete and most of our ingredients are comprised at this point in time even though we started with just a few ingredients uh, comprised of more than 35 ingredients at this point in time so those ingredients are comprised of fruit extracts, which uh, in many cases uh, uh, will give you citric acid as well as other um, ingredients which increase the flushing ability and the capability of dissolving that stone. There are amino acids involved, which increases the body's natural ability to uh, to combat uh, these issues. There are minerals which soften the stone and allow it to pass. And we have a number of herbs which are specific uh, to uh, breaking the stone down, softening in the stone, allowing it to pass. One of those being chonca piedra, if you're familiar with that one, being known as the stone breaker. Mm -hmm. And just a number of ingredients that comprise uh, 35 different reasons to, to, uh, to put those in there, allow that stone to... Um, the pain to be uh, alleviated or lessened, as well as to allow that stone to be softened and dissolved and to pass through the, uh, through the system and get back to our normal process. So if we use this product uh, w when you actively are dealing with stone, that's one thing. What about people that get them chronically like you did? Uh, how, do you recommend something to keep them from coming back? Well, well the nice thing about this product and we have found this in, in terms of, of what uh, Complete Natural Products has been able to do during the last uh, eight years is that not only is it helping pass those stones, but it is actually helping with the kidney function altogether. We have uh, individuals that are in uh, dialysis centers. We have had individuals that are on the path to kidney failure and those who have used the product and had remarkable results in terms of, of getting uh, their kidneys back to a normal health. So not only is it improving the efficiency uh, of the kidneys, but it also on a preventative basis, on a regular preventative basis, if you're using a few ounces per month, it will actually enhance the flushing ability uh, of the kidneys, 
meaning that those minerals that are normally passing through the kidneys are not settling in the kidneys and creating those stones. So then do you use it at a higher dose uh, when you're actively combating something and a lower dose for maintenance? You do. On a therapeutic basis, we, we suggest that you're using it multiple times per day to create that environment where it's going to be a high flushing system mm-hmm. and uh, really uh, therapeutically dissolve that stone or, or flush that stone out. And then on a preventative basis, you can get by with usually one or two doses per month. Really? Okay, fantastic. Okay, we're going to cut to a quick break, but we're not done. We're going to talk about uh, the wonders of apple cider vinegar again, but also the uh, different herbs and and nutrients that have been added to formulas to help with liver function, gallbladder, uh, as well as if you're one of those people who suffers from acid reflux, which is a really big deal in this country, or leg cramps. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about how we can help you naturally with those items as well when we come back. My name is Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. Insurgent Sports Nutrition is a brand new sports supplement company with a unique philosophy, refuse to conform. In the sports nutrition industry, one company starts something and has some success and everyone else tends to follow their lead. What you end up with is a bunch of Me Too products that don't add up to anything special. What you typically see on the market are formulas with all kinds of ingredients that look good on the label, but do very little to advance your training and performance. At Insurgents, our motto is, everything you need, nothing you don't. While many brands put the right ingredients in a product, most don't put the right dose. There are clinical trials for a reason to prove not only if an ingredient works, but also how much of that ingredient it takes to provide the desired effect. At Insurgents, we won't add an ingredient to a formula unless we can add the clinically effective dose. Our first formula is our Insurgents pre-workout. Pre-workouts nowadays are a dime a dozen. They even sell them at the big box stores. The vast majority of pre-workouts on the market are overdosed on caffeine and other stimulants and underdosed on the stuff that actually increases your performance. Insurgents pre-workout has all of the most critical ingredients to improve endurance, strength, energy, and without the crash that comes with a mega dose of stimulants. Insurgents pre-workout comes with or without caffeine and has no additional stimulants. If you want a truly effective, hype-free pre-workout that tastes great, is free of artificial colors, and absolutely does the job, Refuse to conform and join the insurgents. For more information about insurgents pre-workout, call Vitality Nutrition, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. It is so good to be with you on this unbelievably gorgeous October 29th. My heavens, it's beautiful out there on this segment talking more about the wonders of apple cider vinegar and the really comprehensive formulas that this fantastic Utah company has produced for a variety of things. We just talked about kidneys. Now let's talk about the liver and the gallbladder. Scott, talk to me about apple cider vinegar and liver and gallbladder issues. Well, you know, they say apple a day keeps the doctor away. and uh, I heard about that. Maybe... It might be it's best be said today that apple cider, a, a couple ounces of apple cider vinegar a day will indeed keep the doctor away. But apple cider vinegar is one of those great products that uh, we incorporate in uh, all of our liquids and uh, liquid formulations. And so from that perspective, it's a wonderful product that is great for things like weight loss, 
uh, growth hormone production, which basically stimulates, uh, from our perspective, the digestive system and increasing metabolism. Mm -hmm. It uh, also helps with such things as mineral absorption. And uh, one thing we've talked about in the past was uh, certainly the uh, rebalancing of pH. But moreover, it also does a wonderful job in terms of what we would call detoxing or cleansing the body. Now, because of the Western diet, because of the foods we're intaking on a daily basis, we have a tendency to get clogged up. The older we are, uh, when you're reaching that 45, 50, 55 range, your metabolism is slowing down. So from our perspective, what can we do to speed up that metabolism? And that's where uh, liver complete as well as gallbladder complete was created. Now, from the same perspective we use from kidney complete, we are going in there and doing a detox or cleansing on the gallbladder because basically the gallbladder is the reservoir for the liver. And in holding that bile, it's either allowing it to release properly or if there is some sludge or debris or stones in the worst case scenario, it's basically creating a dam and holding up that bile. Mm -hmm. And that's where many people have a metabolism problem. And uh, there's the uh, many would term it IBS or uh, whatever digestive system you want issue you want to put to it. But from that perspective, it leads to such things as constipation, diarrhea, or just basically a digestive imbalance. So gallbladder complete and liver complete are those liquid concentrates that again are made up of more than 35 ingredients which allow that digestive system to get back to normal the ph to be rebalanced mineral levels to be rebalanced and to get back to a normal day-to-day digestive uh health scenario well, and I'll tell you, the liver is interesting, too, because, you know, you talk about metabolism. Of course, it plays a huge role in metabolism, particularly fat metabolism, because all the fat that goes in the body needs to be uh, run through the liver at some point to uh, either be eliminated from the body or processed correctly. And, of course, with the bile, like you said, most people don't even know what the gallbladder does, right? It's this terribly underappreciated little thing that they just cut out willy-nilly nowadays in modern medicine. Well, but it's pretty important stuff. It really is important. And, and the sad scenario is if, if you're running into doctor, the doctor, and you have some gallbladder issues, that is a very quick procedure to take place. And the doctor will usually schedule that, that uh, surgery within the next week, and, and your gallbladder's gone to deal with probably uh, digestive issues in most cases for the rest of your life because the gallbladder as you know is just the holding uh, reservoir for the bile that the liver creates so in essence that liver is really what's imbalanced and uh, you have to rebalance the liver now how do you rebalance the liver that's the that's the $64 question and so from that perspective, we have, again, uh, a number of ingredients which stimulate amino acids, which increase bile. Uh, we have a number of, of ingredients that detox and allow the en enzyme levels to get rebalanced. We have uh, a number of ingredients in our formula, which, again, enhances the good bacteria, uh, allows for the cleansing and clearing out of the gallbladder and uh, from that perspective, we're trying to get people back to a good digestive health. 
Absolutely. And and beyond digestion, if your liver's not functioning right, hormonal function doesn't uh, do what it's supposed to do, your sex hormones don't work as well as they do, the metabolic hormones don't work as well as they can, thyroid hormones, there's a lot of stuff that goes with a clean, detoxed liver, and there are a lot of enemies of your liver floating around out there now. You talked about modern, uh, you know, the Western diet, you uh, mentioned that, but what about air pollution and water pollution? It's so many things that just gunk up the system. Well, and it is. It's, I mean, obviously, Obviously, health is, is associated with the environment, and environmentally, we are taking in so many pollutions, but also we take in the heavy metals and chemicals on a daily basis. From processed foods, we're taking in many, many uh, chemicals, and so how do we keep our, our liver health healthy and, and our digestive system if we're not flushing those out on a regular basis? So that's what liver completes and gallbladder complete do, is basically, again, create a nice balance and help with that flushing ability so metabolism stays high uh, and uh, that helps with such things as weight management it helps with things like um, allergy control or infections within the body as well as energy levels because the liver is the control center for for so many of those uh, processes of our body Absolutely. Now, we don't have enough time to go into this as much as I'd like to, so we're going to have to jump real quick. But I will say this, uh, the, the one product that I just am completely in love with in your line for personal reasons is the gallbladder formula, the gallbladder complete. Uh, you at one point gave me a sample bottle. I've since used uh, bottles that I've purchased from you. It is an awesome formula. I'm a huge believer in detoxifying the liver and gallbladder on a regular basis. And one of the, And I've never had a kidney stone Thank goodness, and I don't anticipate having one of those, but uh, I have had a little bit of sluggish gallbladder from time to time, and when I do, I can tell. I can tell how I feel. I drink your product, and I literally feel better uh, within minutes. I mean, it's really, really amazing, so I'm a big, big fan of that one. Let's talk about the next two topics, because we're going to run out of time if we don't. What about apple cider vinegar and uh, a couple of other ingredients you've added to this really great formula for acid reflux? Now, before you go into it, this is one of those deals where I think people think apple cider vinegar, acid reflux, what? It doesn't make sense, or does it? And most people associate, obviously, apple cider vinegar as being very acidic. Right. And so there's, there's a disconnect there when actually you bring apple cider vinegar into the body and it will increase the alkalinity or reduce the acidity of the body. And that's a kind of a misunderstood a phenomenon with apple cider vinegar. It's it's uh, it's very much like uh, eating fruits, where you have high acidic fruits, lemon juice, as well mm-hmm. as uh, lime and and oranges, where that acidity comes into the body and actually increases the alkalinity. Absolutely. Now you have a product specifically designed for reflux that has the apple cider vinegar as its base. What else do you put in that to uh, aid with that problem? Well, we know again that apple cider vinegar is wonderful in terms of uh, providing trace minerals to the body, mm-hmm. as well as electrolytes. But in, in addition to that product, uh, we're adding calcium, magnesium, potassium, as well as such things as garlic and ginger. And those things are all wonderful for the digestive system, preventing acid reflux, preventing any indigestion issues and those kind of things, which all said and done is helping stimulate digestion versus prohibit or slow down that digestive system when we're used to taking the Nexiums and the Prilosex and all of those things that uh, 
slow down the digestive process. If I lay down at night and the acid starts to creep up my throat and I reach for your product, what am I going to recognize in terms of results? Typically within a couple minutes, you're going to feel that ease or that, uh, that feeling in your throat starting to ease off. And uh, typically, as it, uh, uh, the acid reflux basically diminish as, as you would in a normal process. So amazing, and it's so true. The stuff works really, really fast. And guess what? It improves your digestion, whereas Tums and Rolaids and Nexium and Prilosec make your digestive system not function as well. So let's go with something that actually improves our digestion rather than beating it up and relieves the symptoms at the same time. What about leg cramps? Is there anything you can do for that? Leg cramp, again, very much uh, on the same type of philosophy, philosophy where you've got a number of chemical imbalances that occur with the body. And that's uh, in uh, causing problems with nerves and muscles at night. So what you're in essence doing is increasing that electrolyte level, increasing those trace minerals, and with the uh, ability to oxygenate those cells, as we've talked before, that allows a relaxing effect to occur to the overall body, and in particular for those who have restless leg syndrome and or leg cramps, and uh, those, uh, as you're very much aware, occur mostly at night. Absolutely. And uh, another one that works fantastically and quickly. And we just simply don't have enough time to go into as much detail as I'd like. And uh, Scott, thank you so much for joining us today. Jared, I appreciate the opportunity. And uh, you can visit us on our website at completenaturalproducts.com. Thanks, Jared. Absolutely. Thank you. We're going to close out the show with some sage advice for you parents out there. I only have six kids myself. Scott's only got five. So between us, that's 11 that's that's a lot of kids so maybe this advice is just for us but uh you might enjoy it as well all right so i was looking at status quo when i was forming my rant for the day and i came up with something interesting it was just a little title of a very quick blog article by a guy named scott noel don't know who he is but it's a great little article it's really short i'm going to read it to you go with the flow even if it's wrong he says Sometimes we think we're doing our kids a favor when we tell them the right way to do something. No, dear, do it this way. We think we're just saving them the hassle of reinventing the wheel or preventing something from being wasted or saving time. But our corrections also send unintended, unspoken messages like, the end result is more important than the process. Efficiency is more important than joy. There is no value in making mistakes. Better go with a sure thing than to take risks. In other words, frequently correcting children undermines their and our creativity. So next time you see your child doing something the wrong way, ask yourself if it's really so bad that you can't go along with it. See if you can relax and enjoy witnessing his or her process of discovery. Children who are allowed to find their own way learn they can find their own way. This is a beautiful sentiment, and I'll tell you, I've got a couple of little ones myself, one who will be seven next month, one who just turned four last week, and watching them figure life out is one of my greatest joys. It's absolutely beautiful. Let them make mistakes. Don't let them cut their hand off, but let them make mistakes. Let them do things that they can screw up, and don't make them feel bad for doing it. Just let them live, man. Let them grow. Let them eat the dirt. It's okay. It's okay, I promise. Hey, thank you so much for listening to me. This has been another episode of Vitality, Vitality Radio. If you like what you hear, go tell somebody. Let's build this audience. Let's get more and more people educated on how to do things the way that nature intended to improve our health, 
to improve the health of our children and grandchildren. Thank you so much. I hope to see you today. I'll be there all day at Vitality Nutrition 107 South 500 West. Thank you for listening to me, Jared St. Clair, on Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair, produced by elizabeth joy windham with very limited help from jared our awesome music is by brian bob young Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.